episode-by-episode podcast review of CBS's action-adventure series, MacGyver. I'm Patrick O'Reilly. And I'm Richard Wells. And today we'll be tackling Season 6, Episode 1, Tough Boys. T-t-tough boys. Tough boys. Episode is September 17th, 1990. It was directed by Michael Bahar, and it was written by Art Washington. This is his first of three episodes. He'll also write Squeeze Play and Guns and Boys, the other boys episode. Mm-hmm. Um, why don't we describe this episode in brief? Uh, in this episode, a vigilante group known as the Tough Boys are going around destroying uh, crack dealers and drug places, basically. like just Crack dealers and drug places. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the other term for it. I guess manufacturing drug, right the places drug that sell- manufacture the chemicals that go into these drugs that don't yeah. go into anything else. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they're going around uh, blowing blowing stuff up. Yeah, uh, and uh, MacGyver is uh, brought in to help try to figure out who they are. Right, um, and we start the episode at the Challenger Club. Yeah, once again, like so. This is like been like. Because now we're in the new season, so we should mention that. We're, we're in season six. Right. Um, there was another new opening sequence wh- where they've included some new footage uh, and taken out Bigfoot. They finally, oh, is Bigfoot finally gone? They, finally, they took oh, out okay. Bigfoot. No longer. They still have the scene where he comes out of the boat door, but they don't have the scene where they're running they off show the Bigfoot deck. chasing him off of the ship. Nope. Okay. So it's very bad. sad. So this might be like the final opening sequence. Uh I don't remember if they incorporated any of the footage from this season into the next yeah, one. but I don't, I don't think there was footage of Bigfoot in that MacGyver theme with sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been fun, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just to put a Chewbacca scream in there. Uh, yeah, so we open up with... Uh, just a boombox being set down and playing the Tough Boys theme. Right. Uh, and uh, this will be the theme for pretty much every commercial break. Yeah. So we start the episode. Actually, before the Challenger Club even, do we start with... The boomboxes. The boombox. And yeah. the montage of, yeah. of, of, of stuff exploding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're, they're going around from buildings setting... The, the, to the lyrics, like, I mean, like... Uh, the lyrics even mention like thirty seconds. That's how much they give each bomb. Right. But they're just like wrapping six of dynamite around cans of gasoline. Right. It's really crazy. But they have like your really cheesy uh, B movie timer where it's just a clock. Yeah. Um. Uh. So they keep sending off bombs until they send off one at a dealer's house, and the dealer kind of comes out and sees that there's a bomb and tries to run out, but uh, he gets caught up. In the first explosion, but he's still okay. But, like, a second wave of the explosion comes and right. kills him. Yeah. And then, like, the tough boys, like, you f- like they're all dressed in, in all black, very ninja-esque. Yeah. They all take off their hoodies. And Which he- makes sense at night. Yeah. They, they all take off their hoodies uh, at, as they see the, the guy get killed. Yeah. Uh, but they all decided to – they all decided to flee. Yeah. This is where we get to the Challenger Club. And uh, a banner is being raised that says, Self – Right. And, like, join our self team or get to know yourself kind of thing. Self stands for self-esteem life force. Right. Uh, I don't I – know it's another one of those acronyms where I think they came up with it first and then yeah. tried to apply uh, words to it after. And then as we're walking up to the club, um, we are meeting with Enrique from 
uh, Treasure of Manco. Treasure of Manco uh, is standing outside, but here it's uh, the same actor, Richard Chavez, playing Manny. Yeah, Manny Lopez. Who, like, he used to be a police officer in the area, and then he moved to the Midwest with his wife. Yeah. But then uh, now they're getting a divorce. Now so they're getting a divorce, back. and so he came back. He was reinstated, and he's got his old beat. Yeah. Um, I also put a note here for Max Hair. Because it's, it's much more trimmed down than it was. In the last season, his hair was pretty much just like a big bushel of long hair. Yeah. Now it's definitely more like trimmed down and even more mulleted. did somebody make fun of it at some point, like towards the end of last season? Like I feel like somebody mentioned his hair and was like, oh, your hair is getting really long. Uh, he said, I need to go get a haircut yeah, in yeah. one of the episodes. Uh, but I didn't mind it because I... I felt his hair felt more natural in that. Now now it's definitely like mulleted yeah. a little bit more yeah, in true. this. Um, but uh, Manny is running the self-program, and he wants MacGyver to meet the other part of the self-program, uh, R.T. Hines. Who's played by Richard Roundtree. Or. Who is one bad mother. Watch your mouth. Let's <laughs> talk about Shaft. I can dig it. Shaft himself. Uh, I actually really he has a lot of credits, but Shaft is definitely the yeah. Shaft is the one that you know him from. I actually really like him in um, Brick. He's the principal, or the yeah, vice the vice principal. principal yeah. yeah, that's so funny. <laughs> Richard Roundtree as the vice principal. It's like, unless that's like the name for the principal in charge of the vice. Yeah. Stuff. Well, it well it, it, it's it's funny because like Gordon Levitt's playing the kind of Shaft character. Like, yeah. it's like. You know, I, you can't do this on your own, man. Like, we're gonna, I'm gonna throw the book at you. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen Brick, it's a film noir set in it's high Ryan school. It's Ryan Johnson's first feature, right? Yeah. Um, it's really good. Uh, it, I, whenever I described it to people, it's like, yeah, it's a film noir set in high school, and they go, oh, it's like, no, 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 it's really, really good. It's like if Looper was good. Yeah. Oh. Looper was mostly good blooper didn't make any sense it was all right but they uh, put in a scene about how movies don't have to make sense so that makes up for the fact that yeah exactly i think the the the, the part that it's <laughs> such a cheat in a time travel movie to be like look if you want to get caught up on all the plot holes then we're going to be here all day and mm-hmm. it's like oh, okay lazy writer <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry to question you i think my biggest problem was that they put makeup on Gordon Levitt to make him look like Bruce Willis. That didn't bother me as much as sending people back in time to kill themselves. Or to get killed by themselves. Yeah. It's like, why Just kill somebody them. else do it, first of all? Second of all, if you take the time machine you have many years in the future and replace it with an incinerator, it would work twice as well. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Or send them into the future. Yeah. Where they can't affect you at all. If you send them into the past, they can ruin your whole organization. Yeah. That's not good business sense. Yeah. I do like the concept, though, of gangsters sending people back in time. As a punishment. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, time travel is so mundane that you could just use it for whatever. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we head inside the Challenger Club where I, I guess it's like karate or judo or some kind of like martial arts training class. Right. Being led by R.T. Hines. Um, but it seems like just more like of a generalized exercise program. It doesn't yeah. seem like he's actually teaching them martial arts, although they're wearing like different colored belts yeah. as if it is a martial arts class. Uh, 
And uh, one of these kids is putting up a fight. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, he kind of wanders in late. Yeah. Yeah. He wanders in. But uh, Manny's describing. Uh, oh yeah. Before they go inside, he's like. Yeah. You got to get ready for this. Keep your mind open. Mm-hmm. But as Manny's explaining like this thing, like he, he's showing like the class. And he says, some of these kids have left gangs and some have stopped using drugs. I was like. Yeah, it's like, which what? ones are still using drugs? <laughs> which ones are still in gangs? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? What did you say? They've stopped using drugs. Yeah. Why, why, why imply that some of them yeah. are still using? Some of these kids aren't even in a gang anymore. Wait, some of them are? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you use the word some, Manny. It implies other things. Yeah. Uh, and um, one of the kids that Mac spots is uh, Coco Hubbard. Right. Uh, who's a very widely known, much like Breeze. He's right. basically the new Breeze, uh, uh, although Breeze will come back. For the uh, gun, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but uh, for this episode, he's like the big, huge-time gang leader who's gone straight. Right. And the actor's name is Garvin Funches. <laughs> That's his real name, Garvin Punches. I'm sorry, Garvin. I didn't mean to laugh. Yeah. Um, um, and he'll come back as Brian Jeffries in Guns and Boys. It's, it's sad when your character's name is Coco Hubbard, and that's the more normal name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, Hines is like very pleased with himself uh, as like the kids kind of like give like the yes sir, sir yes sir responses to his uh, yeah. drill instructor esque approach. You can tell it's already giving. MacGyver palpitations. He's just yeah. comfortable with it. This is when uh, Angel uh, comes in blasting the Tough Boys theme on a right. boombox. Yeah. Uh, and he's clearly been drinking. And so Hines, like, roughs him up a little bit and shoves his head in a bucket of soapo- soapy water. Right. I was going to say soap water, but <laughs> I was like, like soup? Yeah. Soup water? Uh, <laughs> if I could spell soap properly in my notes. Soup. Sopa. Uh, uh, so Mac has to step in as like our Heinz is getting a little bit overly violent. Yeah. Uh, Angel like basically wants he says he wants out like he's like he doesn't want to be a part of this class anymore. So. Yeah. Uh, and Heinz wants to now have a word with MacGyver since he like interfered. Interrupted the class. Yeah. He was like, I think he heard you. I think he got the message. Or yeah. Whatever. He, he basically Heinz is is concerned that MacGyver's undermining his authority in the class right. in front of all the other students. Yeah. Uh, so you know, of course, MacGyver defends his position about child abuse, and Manny tries to mediate by like he also sh- doesn't admit that this was abuse. He says that was borderline abuse. Yeah, like almost technically abuse. It's like no, he was putting a kid's head underwater. That's like yeah, kind of the same thing as waterboarding. <laughs> uh. Manny kind of tries to mediate between them because he really wants them to, to be friends. Yeah. Uh, we get a cut to, and I don't even know if we ever get his name, but uh, just a drug lord out on a yacht yeah. who is really upset about the tough boys blowing up his business. Right. And he just tells his two men, take care of the tough boys. Yeah, I just want you to kill them. Just get rid of them. Uh, and then we come, immediately come back to the... Uh, head co- the Challenger Club. Yeah, it's like, oh, whoa, that was the scene. Yep. Okay. Um. So, uh, the tough boys, uh, are kind of gathering and they're meeting and they're talking about how Angel is gonna cause trouble. Yeah. So they're gonna have to take care of him, 
Um, and that exact at that same time, a news report comes in about uh, the recent bombings about the uh, bombing of the drug dealers. Right. But they seem to focus on the death of the one dealer in particular, which upsets them that they're not talking about the good that they're doing. They're talking about the the killing. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, like MacGyver has been like standing there the whole time while they've been so like he saw them like cheering on the tough boys in secret. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so like you know, as soon as they see MacGyver, like they're oh, all hey oh. brother, how can I help you out? Yeah, it's like oh we're gonna get we're gonna go leave now. Yeah. Uh, so we then see Angel with like a big suitcase packed, trying to make a run for it. Yeah. But the uh, the rest of the tough boys. Uh, basically grab him and start questioning his loyalty to the program. And they keep mentioning the man. Yeah. Says the man has a, has a bigger target for us. Uh, and so they, they convince angel to rejoin, but not before they, uh, uh, they like, I think Coco says, I owe you one, like, like a punch in the face or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember why, uh, like why he owed him like a punch, but, they, they just had a deal. Yeah. They're, I get to punch you later. Okay. Uh, so uh, Angel rejoins the group, and uh, Coco mentions that they're going after a much bigger target this time. Uh, so we then go to what I assume is the target that was destroyed. Right. Because uh, Mac and MacGyver uh, – sorry, MacGyver is Mac. MacGyver and Mac Manny and yeah. <laughs> um, are checking out uh, the building, and MacGyver finds them like the uh, – Remains of one of the bombs. Uh, and he, MacGyver suspects that Hines is the one who's leading the tough boys uh, in these like militaristic style yeah. attacks because Hines is a former Marine Corps. Uh, and he's even wearing his like USMC sweatshirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But of course, Manny's trying to convince him no, no, look, he's a good man. I think you're wrong. Uh, so Manny goes to check out other things while. Uh, and he wants like there to be communication between him and Mac. Like, if you find something, please tell me. And if I find yeah. something, I'll tell you. Uh, he also tells MacGyver that there's a bounty out on the Tough Boys. So if you go after the Tough Boys, you might get mixed up with other people who are out to kill them or capture them. Right. And you know that might have a problem. So we then once again quickly go back to the yacht where right. Kingpin is a. Uh, Meeting uh, with his men, they, and they also suspect that R.T. Hines is the one leading the Tough Boys at the Challenger Club. Right. And that's all we get from them again. Yeah. It's just, we just keep touching on them let, let you know that there's other forces at work here. Yeah. Mac arrives at the Challenger Club, and he wants to specifically talk to Angel, but again, Hines is trying to interrupt and keep, keep him from talking to the kids. And, uh, and MacGyver... Because Angel's got the the punch that Coco gave him, so uh, MacGyver's saying, "I bet you think," or Heinz is saying to MacGyver, "I bet you think that I'm the one who hit him." But MacGyver says, "I don't think so. One, I think even if you pulled your punch, you'd do a lot more damage." Yeah. But also that whoever hit him was right-handed, and you're left-handed. And they were like, "Oh, that's some pretty, pretty fancy observations there, MacGyver." Yeah. Because it's his left eye that's busted, so it was a right-hand punch. Correct. Yes. Uh, so the tough boys uh, get together again, and they start talking about having to take care of MacGyver because the man says that he's getting too close. Right. Uh, 
So they've also he's been ordered so, to. So far, we've narrowed it down. It's not Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Mac is driving his truck, and one of the tough boys hops onto the back into the bed, taps on the window, then jumps off, and then runs into an. I abandoned- thought for sure this was them planting a bomb in his car. Yeah, me too. <laughs> and he just like slowly pulls over. And he's like, "All right, I'll look into this." And it's like, "What are you doing? Just get away from your car and just start running." Yeah. Um, but uh, they run into an abandoned an abandoned building, and MacGyver even realizes he's like. This is a bad idea. This is a bad idea, but okay, I'll bite. Um, so he heads in there, and uh, these guys are all still dressed as ninjas, even though it's midday. Yeah, it yeah. Defeats the purpose of dressing like that. Uh, he makes his way up uh, into this warehouse where he's given three options: right, a wide open window, a slightly opened door, or a locked One cage. One of those special master locks where where it fits perfectly with the skeleton key that comes on every Swiss Army knife. Yeah. A.K.A. the regular knife that yeah. you just jam in there. It's not even the knife. It's like I don't even know which tool it is that he's using, but it's not even the knife tool. It's the corkscrew. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. Keep, just keep screwing Keep twisting. It just pulls out the core of the lock like a cork. <laughs> there you go. This wine gushes out of it. <laughs> what is up with this thing? Uh, so MacGyver decides to go for the more difficult of the of the doors, which is... The locked door, which yeah. he's able to pick. And uh, as he uh, gets through the door, he falls immediately into a trap door. Right. And, uh, his which co- immediately threw me off because I was like, that's the one way that they wouldn't have set a trap. A trap door? Yeah. Into because a net? Yeah, there wouldn't have been a trap behind the locked door. Like, even, even before MacGyver brings it up later, I'm like, that's really weird that they set the trap there mm-hmm. of all the three places. And then that comes back. Yeah. So he, he falls through the trapdoor into a net, which also causes him to drop his Swiss Army knife. Right. And uh, and so the, they... Oh, is that what happened? I wonder why he didn't just use the knife to yeah, they, out of the net. Yeah, they do an insert, a quick insert shot of his okay. knife, like, I'd tumbling away. Uh, so he's he's hoisted back up to uh, the floor level where the tough boys come in and they place one of their gasoline bombs and a timer in right. front of him. yeah. So MacGyver now has to try to grab and disable this bomb. Right. He tries to swing, but he can't quite make it. Um, so he, he swings. Starts to look at things in the room that he can swing to. Yeah. He uh, he grabs a, a coil of a copper pipe from an AC unit. Right. And then he uses swing that. The other way, he's using that as a hook to grab a rope. Yeah. And then he lassos the chair with the rope, drags the chair towards him, grabs the bomb, and is trying to disarm it, but it counts down to zero but doesn't explode right and he does this like sort of a flinch at the last second yeah when he can't <laughs> and it just seems like he should have just dropped it that's what i would have done really or i mean that, that's your only option at least minimize the the damage it could cause to you yeah i mean obviously if it, the possibility it's, of it bringing the building down but if it's not that big of an explosion, yeah. then drop it the three stories below you. Yeah, and then and then try to swing out of the way Yeah, in time. Because, you know, the explosion will go up, but it probably wouldn't kill you. I don't know. It wasn't a bad – it was a bad move. Yeah. Uh, so – What we're saying is if you find a time bomb, don't hug it when the time runs out. Yeah. You, you, can't, you can't shield the explosion with your body. Yeah. That will not protect you. Uh, so MacGyver's rescued by the police, mm-hmm. um, and uh, 
he they're saying that uh, this is just a message because the bomb. Everything about the bomb was real except for the trigger. Yeah. So maybe if he dropped it, it would have gone off. <laughs> yeah, it just would have gone <laughs> off. Uh, so uh, MacGyver's still convinced. Like, there's no way he can reach it, right? We want to make sure he's safe. Yeah, there's no way he could possibly get to it. Yeah. And then he gets to it and drops it and it explodes. takes the whole building down. It's like, oh, crap. Uh, MacGyver's still convinced that uh, Heinz is the one behind it. So he decides to go alone to his house uh, and break into Heinz's house. Yeah. Or, well, it's not breaking and entering. It's just entering. Right. Because it's not locked. It's trespassing. Uh, and uh, Heinz, of course, gets the, the drop on him while MacGyver's looking at all his, like, awards and patches and, and, and service ribbons and stuff. wife has sent to the doctors. Yeah. What? Uh, taking the part of his brain out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's messing him up. That's not true. That's from Renegade. Uh, Max says, I think you're the one leading the tough boys, but Heinz is like, uh, I don't need kids to fight my battles for me. Yeah. Not since Vietnam. Yeah. Wait, were you fighting against the Americans? <laughs> it was a, I've said too much. Look, it was a very difficult war for everybody. <laughs> there um, were no rights and wrongs. Uh, Heinz is kind of poking fun at MacGyver for his the ease of capture, but MacGyver explains to him and says, "Look, I took the harder route out of all those directions." Yeah, and and that's not something that Heinz would have known to do. Yeah, to booby trap the the locked door. Yeah, so Heinz is saying, "Well, whoever tried to capture you must have known you well enough to know that you wouldn't go for any easy ploy." And then we just cut to MacGyver shooting Pete in the back of the head. <laughs> it was you, Pete. I know it was I you. Know it was you. You broke my heart. <laughs> <laughs> MacGyver, I don't even know what you're to... talking about. What's going on? Is this about the water? No, that was in the Wild West. <laughs> and you don't remember that because it was a dream. Yeah, I imagined all of that. Uh... Explain the Swiss Army knife. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, MacGyver. It must have really happened. Uh, so, uh, Coco and the tough boys are meeting about their next big target, and that's when the man himself shows up. Right. Manny. Oh, Manny. Manny the whole time. Manny the man. He's the man. Very creative. (laughs) So he's got one, uh, last job, the big job, before they all decide to retire from this life of crime. Right. Uh, Mac is talking to Hines about Manny as Mount MacGyver now only now makes the connection that Manny was in the Marine Corps. Right. Apparently, they seem like such good friends. It seems like something that might have come up in conversation at some point. That Well, didn't it come up that he, that's where he knew Heinz from? Yeah, because yeah. he was in Heinz's unit. Yeah. Um, so that's how he knew all the Marine Corps tactics yeah, yeah. Uh, and taught them to the tough boys. It almost feels like Manny was trying to frame Heinz the whole time. Exactly. That's exactly what it seems like it was trying to happen. Yeah. That's a was a weird sentence. No, I but... liked it. I liked it. <laughs> We're gonna leave that the way it was. <laughs> That's the sentence. But then I want you to try to re-edit it <laughs> to see if yeah, you can I'll... edit it to make sense. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what it seems like. Here is where we get the the reason that uh, Manny moved, and also the reason that his wife and he are getting a divorce. Manny's daughter uh, was addicted to crack. Right. She had a child who is a crack baby right. who is also addicted to crack. Um, and then I assume that the daughter either killed herself or overdosed. Right. 
which drove the mother into therapy. Yeah. And now, like, she's, like, just can't deal with it. So. Right. And but, so Manny started a terrorist group to mm-hmm. kill everyone who creates crack. Uh, the plan is to take down the dealer on the yacht, who we keep flashing to, who's right. the also important driving force of this episode, apparently. Uh, so when Manny heads home, MacGyver and Hines are already there waiting for him, and uh, he pulls a gun on him, and I don't think he would follow through on this gun threat. Yeah. Um, as 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 upset as he is, I don't. Based on his motivation, which is just to avenge his daughter, like yeah. I don't think he would kill his good friend who is doing nothing wrong, really. Um, but this is where you know he describes his grandchild being addicted to crack. Right. Um. And uh, so he leads them into his garage, but then bars the door on the garage. And MacGyver's like, there's no way out of this garage except through the door we came in. Not the gigantic garage door. Yeah. And there's a car in there. Just drive it through the door. (laughs) Yeah. End of discussion. Even if you put the car in neutral and just pushed it, the momentum of the car would go right through that door. But I don't know if you know how hard it is to hotwire a car. I happen to know because I watch a lot of this show called MacGyver. It's very easy. It's very easy. Um, Also, garage doors have that release lever so that you can open them manually. Yep. Uh, So I don't understand why they focused on the barred door. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah. The same reason that there was a trap behind the locked door. Because he knows that MacGyver always takes the wrong way out. Yeah. So so outside the garage door was like a full, fully fueled vehicle with yeah. keys in, keys exactly. in there. Yeah. It's like he'll never find this because he's going to go out the other way. There was just a huge pile of Chipotle gift cards out there. <laughs> Man, Manny has I'm himself. not going that way. <laughs> That's Manny, a trap. Manny has his written out confession and himself handcuffed outside the garage door. <laughs> I'll give him five minutes and then I'm out of here. Yeah. I'll give you 24 hours to think it over, MacGyver. Uh, so uh, uh, MacGyver and Hines are able to break out of the door in a really, really way that this doesn't seem over that like it would be that possible. Yeah. In the sense that MacGyver somehow breaks the door jam enough where he can slip a grappling hook through. Yeah. And then grapples the the bar on the door. Yeah, till it but it opens works. Up. Yeah, I was like, all and right. And this is Heinz's first taste of an actual MacGyverism. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the dealer, uh, the head dealer on the yacht, uh, somehow knows that there's an ambush coming. I can't. Right. I don't know how he knows, but somehow he knows that there's an ambush coming from the Tough Boys. Yeah. Uh, it's really not explained, but he suspects it. Yeah. So, so he sends his two henchmen, fully armed, mm-hmm. back to the mainland Yeah, to uh, protect uh, the area that's going to get hit. Yeah, uh, which is a, a cannery. Right. We, we spend a lot of time in canneries on this show. Right. Uh, so uh, they're in place, waiting for the tough boys, who approach from all kinds of different directions. One comes out of the sewer. One, right. re- one repels down like... Which, a 200-foot um, building. Which reminds me, I don't know which one of these guys is Hector, who played Leonardo in Saban's uh, TMNT, The Next Mutation. Do you ever uh, watch any of that? It's uh, on Netflix. Um, I've watched one of the... I think that's the one that was more... Uh, was more dark. Right. Like, the, the one that's running right now is a little bit more lighthearted. 
Right. The but next is me- the live action Ninja Turtles we're talking about? Oh, this is the live action? Yeah. Oh, no. Then like, no. it's the band, so it's the people that did, like, Oh, like the Power, Power Rangers. Rangers. Okay, yeah. no, I did not see that. Yeah. Um, it's on Netflix, and you can watch it. Because I was scrolling through, and I was like, wait, what the hell is this? Is this, like, a stage performance? Like, the next mutation, I thought, like, oh, is this, like, one of those old, like, 80s or 90s stage shows of the yeah, Ninja yeah, Turtles? Yeah. And I started watching it. No, it's like, it's like if Power Rangers was about the Ninja Turtles, and it has Oh, that's crazy. Suits. Yeah. So, but this guy played Leonardo in, uh, in on that show, so he's probably the one who came out of the sewer here. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we, but then one of them like rappels down like this two hundred foot building. So you mean he climbed all the way up there just with, to rappel down with like fifty pounds of rope? Yeah, just so he could rappel down it. Yep, that was the plan. <laughs> um, it's like well, just come in from the street, uh, but of course the men are ready and uh, they set up a what I call the uh, the kill box. Right. So they both have the position, wait for the tough boys to enter this area and just start opening fire, and they take out two of them right away. Yeah. I think only one of them fatally, right? Yeah, yeah. One, one's mortally wounded. The other one is just, just severely injured. Yeah. Uh, MacGyver and Hines arrive just shortly after, and uh, but they're spotted as well. Yeah. So they're expecting them to come around. And here's where MacGyver is really, really stupid. Um, well, Richard Roundtree pulls out the Uzi. Is that what you're talking about? Well, they split up, and um, they they manage to, like, MacGyver just keeps, like, taunting this guy to shoot at him while Hines sneaks up behind him and then just pushes the guy into the water. Yeah. So the guy's not unconscious or dead. He's still, like, able to swim to a ladder and climb right. out. Um, but he's unarmed at this But point. now he's unarmed. Um, so Heinz takes the Uzi with him and when he's going to shoot the other guy, MacGyver stops him. Instead, MacGyver just keeps jumping out into the open while this guy blindly fires at him. At any one time, MacGyver should have been shot to ribbons. Yeah. yeah. But not only that, but he's like, no, 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 don't use an Uzi. I'm going to use a fire hose because that's safer. Yeah. To knock this guy off the third story of a building. Yeah. It's like, no, if you knock him down, you're going to kill him either way. Yeah. Um, and so MacGyver keeps like, He's in cover, and he keeps popping out of cover, and this guy just keeps shooting a spread of machine gun yeah. fire, and every time missing him, it's just like the guy's going, dang it. Yeah. Like, I'm so bad at this. cannot believe how many times I've missed this guy. I've gone through like five clips of ammunition. By the way, I think the fire hose may be the most uh, common ingredient in a MacGyverism. It seems like it is. Whether whether it's spraying water or it's just a hose that he's using to as a rope as a rope or, or to pull a door open or to it, well he used one in the pilot yeah to to lift a pipe right and he used one to get into Kelly's apartment and mm-hmm. he used one to get out of heaven yep yep he broke out of heaven with a with a fire, fire hose. hose and I'll call it a fire hose too when he blasts those agents when they're taking Miss Derby's jewels oh yeah 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 the foam the yeah. F- but yeah, I think that's the most common ingredient in MacGyverism. It's just uh, not other, the stereotypical. Other, yeah, one. other than his Swiss Army knife and duct tape. Yeah, that's true. Which are just things that well, he had. I don't even think duct tape gets used as often as as the fire hoses. Yeah. But yeah, Swiss Army knife definitely is more often. But those are things that he has on him. Right. Like, he he, he says that he always has those things on him. Yeah, but for some reason fire there's always like, a fire hose nearby. Yeah. Uh, so he blasts that guy down. Yeah, yeah. So he, and the, then him and Heinz run up to see where he landed, which it, for it, all they know is like in the middle of a concrete the slab. Yeah, he should be dead, but they come up and he like fell on some soft some stuff nets. and he's fine. Yeah. yeah. 
So uh, Angel pops his head out and, and, and calls Heinz and Mac into the room where they've taken cover. Uh, and uh, Coco is dead. Right. Uh, and the uh, Rip, Rip Garvin Funches. <laughs> uh, and uh, Hector or Sinclair, I can't tell which one, uh, is like super panicked out. Whichever yeah. one's wearing the blue bandana. Yeah. No, I don't know. He, he, he's like super panicky, like he's like crying and, and, and like rocking back and forth, Private Ryan style. Yeah. Uh, uh, but they tell him that Manny was planning on attacking the yacht and that he was not planning on walking away from it. Right. And so they rush down there, and as soon as they get to the docks, there's already, like, a media blitz. Like, every channel is out there with cameras, and Manny's already on the boat with a gun to the – or not not a gun to the guy's head. He's got, like, a dead man switch. Yeah, he's got a dead man switch, and uh, the whole ship deck is, like, there's dynamite strapped all over it. And he makes a really impassioned speech about that – This guy's the only guy that's creating drugs for the whole city, and that – that's what he's making a living off of and it's ruining the town and well it, it's and, and and more to the point it's like about uh you know the, the fact that like you see like junkies out on the street and they're really poor and they're they're trying to scrape whatever money they can to buy more drugs and like people that they buy them from the dealers they're not rolling in dough either yeah like they they're making they're making money so they can survive but they're also not like living in mansions because they're not getting a bigger a big piece of the money of this that's coming through this either. Right. It's, it's the end use, the end person who's, who's the one who's making all the money. It's just like with pirates in Somalia. Yeah. Like they're only paid enough to do a job and maybe give themselves some drugs and liquor. Um, but all that ransom money is going it, to the wealthy yeah, people funding everything. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it, it's so that's what Manny is trying to say here. It's like, this guy is, is making millions off all of these, these kids hooking them onto the drugs. Yeah. Um, and he also reads uh, a letter that his daughter wrote before she either killed herself or overdosed. We don't really we never we're never told how she died, just that she died. Yeah. So uh, Mac and Hines have to talk him down, um, and so they they get on the yacht too. Yeah. So it's and like they just keep getting closer and closer to him, and eventually MacGyver's like, "Look, at this point, if you kill yourself, you're killing two really good friends." Also. Yeah. Um and. And so Hines, uh, Manny surrenders, and uh, you know Mac and Hines say that they're gonna they're gonna help him through this. Although yeah. it he's going to jail. We're gonna open up the steel mill again. <laughs> That's what they tell everybody. <laughs> it's a metaphor. Opening up the steel will, steel mill is a metaphor for everything's gonna be okay. Yeah, which means all your terrorism was worth it. Um, really, it kind of was. I mean. In this episode, yeah, maybe like yeah. the the end. The guy still like got his face plastered on every channel and yeah. got outed as this terrible person. And and the drug empire was pretty much taken apart, even yeah. though one person did die. Yeah. So, well, a couple people. Oh yeah, Coco died too. Yeah. But well, he died in defense. Right. Yeah. The yeah. the the drug dealer died, quote unquote, innocently. Right. Uh, so the last moment is back at the Challenger Club where. Heinz is again drilling the class, and uh, MacGyver is as usual fixing that danged exercise machine that always seems to break. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he asks MacGyver uh, if Why he wants. You lead the class. Yeah, you lead the class. You're so smart. 
Um, and so MacGyver just has them stretch. Yeah, Heinz is like, I'm going to sit back and watch. And he's like, no, you're not. You're going to participate. Yeah, get in the class. You. As though it were a threat, but then he doesn't make them do anything difficult. Yeah, he just he just, uh, he just just has them stretch. And yeah. it's like, how are you liking this? Yeah, you like this, Heinz? No. Yeah. He, he's basically Worf yeah. <laughs> from Star Trek. He's just like, I don't like things. <laughs> uh, every time I think of uh, Michael Dorn, I think of when he was on um, – Hollywood Squares on uh, an episode of In Living Color. Oh, no. Like, oh, Michael Dorn. And he's like, what do you think? And he's like, I'm sorry. And he's like, uh, I guess Lieutenant Worf uh, <laughs> Center Square. And he's like, that's weird. Do you wear that makeup all the time? And he's like, what is this makeup? You speak of white human. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Michael Dorn just looks like that. <laughs> it's not a costume. <laughs> uh, the few times on, on Next Generation, or uh, like, on DS9 that you get to see Worf out of makeup. Yeah. I totally do not recognize oh, him. Oh, does he do like a shapeshifter thing where he's a human or something? Uh, no. Um, there's or does a, he play another character? He, he's playing another character, but it's it's like a dream sequence where uh, Cisco is in like the 1940s. Oh, okay. Um, but all the other actors are playing just normal human beings. So like uh, the Quark, who's the Ferengi, Armin right. Zimmerman, is, is out of makeup. You have 709. Well, the that's show? DS9. Oh, okay. This is, I mean, that's Voyager. This is DS9. Oh, okay. So yeah, but so you had like you know, uh, just all the actors who play aliens. Yeah. Out of, completely out of their makeup. Right. Um, and so you you don't really recognize them all that much. But it's kind of cool that they're, yeah. that they're playing the characters. I always get confused and think that Michael Dorn did the voice of the Beast in Beauty and the Beast, but I think he did the voice of some of the games. Uh, he might have. Yeah. Uh, Michael Dorn has done a lot of voice work, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Like he's got that incredible voice. Oh. But yeah, enough about Michael Dorn. <laughs> no, hold on, <laughs> we're not quite done. This is the Michael Dorn podcast. <laughs> Let's keep going. Dorncast. All right, I think that's about it. <laughs> about Michael Dorn. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, this episode for for a season opener. Yeah. It's kind of it's a little strange. Yeah. Um, I'm, the twist works, I think. Yeah, and. The fact that we're continuing to include the Challengers Club, like, like yeah. I thought that that was purely just going to be that season. Yeah. Like, just, that's or it. Or even just that first episode. Yeah. After what happened to Booker, I was like, oh, we're not going to see this place again. <laughs> Too many bad memories. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've seen enough neckties to, to last oh me a gosh. lifetime. Yeah. Every time a guy puts on a tie, yeah. he has, like, a post-traumatic stress issue. Oh, my God. Yeah. Rush to judgment. He's, like, getting his tie on for the court. Why do I always pick the red one? <laughs> oh no, he never picks the red one. It's always like black and white stripes. Like it's still the eighties, right, guys? <laughs> piano key. Yeah. I invented the piano key necktie. What have you done, Derek? Nothing. Your piano not- key necktie just sounds like a, a different Colombian execution to me now. <laughs> I don't know what a piano key necktie. They pull your teeth out of your throat. Yeah, I was going to say, like, you have your your teeth hanging out of your jaw. Oh, horrifying. Ugh. No, thank you. But, yeah, this was was a a pretty interesting uh, season opener. Yeah. Uh, You know, MacGyver back into it. New hairstyle. uh, But still same old MacGyver. Yeah. Although I I question the judgment of some of his actions uh, in this episode. Yeah. Still, Still exciting. Yeah. Um, I think that's about it for this one. If you guys have any thoughts you want to share with us, you can find us on Twitter at Opening Gambit. 
You can find us at facebook.com slash Podcast or our website, phoenixfoundationpodcast.com. And if you're digging the show, feel free to review us on iTunes. Tune in next week. We're going to be covering Season 6, Episode 2, Humanity. Which, wasn't Humanity the name of a group early in the series? Like there uh, was a group called Humanity? Yeah, um, isn't, wasn't Humanity, wasn't that the group that, um... Maybe it was in from, in the wing and a prayer. Yeah, it wasn't was, wasn't wasn't that yep. what they call in, them themselves? In South America. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Yeah, but this is not about that. Nope, different just, humanity. Uh, just similarities. That's all. Thank you for listening. Thank you.